You know, it's just trying to be as positive and trying not to worry about this and just embrace it. It's the only way I feel that I'm handling it. Stunned by her dementia diagnosis, Margaret Willis had to battle her fears to reach a point of acceptance. My name's Gareth Bracken, and I met a woman embracing who she is now. Initially shocked by a vascular dementia diagnosis three years ago, Margaret Willis has strived to accept and even embrace her situation as best she can, an approach made possible by the strong support she's received from Alzheimer's Society. I travelled to Flint in North East Wales to meet Margaret at the apartment she shares with her beloved dog, an 11-year-old pomchow named Millie. Hello Margaret, I'm Gareth. Hey Gareth, I'm Margaret Willis. Hi, good to meet you, how are you? Pleased to meet you, come here. Margaret is white-haired and welcoming and wears a floral blouse with forget-me-not and dementia friends pin badges. That's a hint of our conversation to come, but this story starts many decades before, in the northwest of England. Although now living in Flint, Margaret was born in Blackpool and grew up in Bootle, Merseyside. A mother of five, she ran pubs with her late husband Ron in Liverpool, Carlisle, Manchester and London. I mean, I was just full of life. It was, I loved it. I think it was the social side of it. I was not one of these landladies that sat one side of the bar. I was there with the staff pulling pants. <laughs> you know, and I insisted on good service and good manners and... Things like that. So I was quite bossy. <laughs> Plus, you know, the children obviously were there as well, so I ne never needed to look for people to see to the children. I was there 24-7. Margaret was also the first female bingo caller in Liverpool and at one point owned and ran her own taxi business. I think I was always happy with the microphone in front of me. <laughs> Although she was experiencing some memory problems a few years ago, Margaret put it down to old age and didn't seek any professional advice. Things took an unexpected turn when she visited the hospital with an ear problem. A consultant there sent her for a brain scan, which showed that Margaret had at some point experienced a mini stroke and now had vascular dementia. However, she thought she was given her diagnosis in a frustrating and roundabout way. I had the scan, then I went back and he said to me, how did you guess here? And I said, my car. So he said, what? He said, you drove here? So I'm looking at him now, thinking, something wrong with this guy. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I said, it's 10 minutes away, because I only had to go to Hollywell. I said, yeah, it's only 10 minutes away. He said, but you drove here by yourself? Now, don't forget, I don't know nothing at this stage. Oh, we said, next time you come, bring someone with you. So I said, oh, yeah, my friend will bring me, which she's always has done. And he said, oh, no. He said, I don't want your friends. He said, I want a family member. And by this time, as I say, I'm not aware of anything at this stage. And I'm thinking, this fella's an idiot. It's just awful, isn't it? Anyway, I said, well, you know, why are you asking me all these questions? I said, what was the result of the scan? He said, well, 
it's like this. Uh, it's like this. And he still kind of wasn't telling me, you know. So he was kind of mumbling on about everything. And I said, I'll tell you what, can you possibly write all this down for me? I said, so I can tell my children when I get home. It wasn't until she returned to the car that Margaret looked at what the consultant had written. And I read this weird dementia. And it was like my world had ended. And I hadn't smoked for years. And the first thing I did was stop at the garage and get a pack of cigarettes. The diagnosis caused great worry to Margaret, who not long afterwards got low scores on a test at a memory clinic. You know, I thought, I'm not going to know my children. I'm not going to know my friends. I'm not going to know my grandchildren. This is what's all going through your head. So, to recap, Margaret Willis, a former publican who now lives in Flint in North East Wales, was diagnosed with vascular dementia three years ago. Although she had previously experienced some memory problems, Margaret had put it down to old age and not sought professional advice. She felt she was given her dementia diagnosis in a frustrating and roundabout way by a consultant at the hospital. The diagnosis caused her great worry as she feared that she would no longer recognise her friends and family. Dementia can cause Margaret confusion and frustration when doing everyday tasks. She has put food in the fridge instead of the oven and put clothes on back to front. She has also struggled with sense of direction, fatigue and the loss of appetite. I mean, you, you get your good days and your bad. There's some days, you know, when I don't want to see anybody, I don't want to talk to anybody, I just want to stay here. And you're always tired, always tired. Margaret has received valuable support from Alzheimer's Society, in particular David Allmark, a dementia support worker. As well as being a generally reassuring presence, he has also developed strategies to help Margaret cope with the challenges of the condition. David, he made me all like laminated posters because I used to make a cup of tea. And I forget I made it. I'd forget my keys. So we did that. I would leave my windows open up nice. He sorted a card out for that, so I had these cards around, which was my medication, forever forgetting my medication. Um, and he did all these things which gave me then confidence that I wasn't forgetting as much because I was seeing these, oh, I haven't taken my tablet, oh, I, I haven't got my tea. Margaret is also supported by a volunteer, Neris, as part of Side by Side, our service that helps people with dementia stay active and involved. I absolutely adore her. And we go out and it's like the teenagers going out buying clothes and buying things and going to garden centres. And I love her to bits. And she, she picked me up an awful lot because at the time I was really low. She just uplifts me. Because she's not just like a one-to-one, -one. she's like my best friend now. You know, and the difference that these people can make to someone with dementia is amazing.
The Society has also supported Margaret with her power of attorney arrangements and helped her find new accommodation last year. Oh, they'd be marvellous. They couldn't fault them. Margaret now lives in sheltered accommodation, in a complex that has staff on call day and night. The setup suits her needs, while allowing her to maintain enough independence. And I was glad to come here because I've had major bowel surgery and stuff and I can become very ill. Mm. And in the other place, there's nobody there if something goes wrong. We're here. It's a press of a button. Someone's here for you. I feel so secure here. The staff on 24-7. My meals are cooked for me. What more can I ask for? It was the best move I've ever made. Margaret has a supportive network of friends and family who she sees regularly, but it was particularly important that her long-time companion, Millie, was allowed to join her in the new home. And she's now become a service dog. And I will say to her, take me home. And she will take me home. And she understands every single word I say. Wherever I go, she comes with me. Um, Cause I feel, I feel she's, she's just my best friend. <laughs> and I know she would fight to the death for me. Although she still has difficult days, Margaret tries to be as positive as possible about living with dementia. Getting this news. Getting this news, it was a blow. For the first six months, I think it was really bad. But then I realised I, if I was more positive and not let it get a grip, it should be able to lead near enough a normal life. This approach has seen Margaret speak about her side-by-side -side experience at events and conferences. She is also a member of the North Wales Dementia Friendly Reference Group, helping to make Flint more dementia friendly. She has benefited from hearing other group members' experiences of living with the condition. You mention this and somebody else had the same, you say, oh yeah, and then they may say, well, what I did. I mean, they have, they've been a godsend to me. I don't think I'd be as good as I am now, only for them. Although Margaret finds Flint to be very dementia-aware and dementia-friendly, she has sometimes found people in other areas to be less understanding. However, this often changes when she reveals to them that she has dementia. For Margaret, this has meant learning to accept her situation. And I've found when I've opened up, people are fine. Once they know. Once they know. know, yes. Once they know. And, you know, I, I did get to a stage, like, with going to these meetings, that's, it's nothing to be ashamed of. And I think when you get over that bit, you know, embrace this is how you are because this is, this is you now. There's nothing I can do about this other than try and manage it the best way I can without it causing too much stress. One area of lingering anxiety is the possibility of Margaret one day not recognising her children. That is a worry. Um, but then I was talking about it to my friend and I said, I don't know why I worry about it, because the thing is this, I'm not going to do anything about it. Mm. You know... It's your children. 
they're going to have the problem with it, not you. You know, it must be heartbreaking for your daughter to come in and say, who are you? Right now, though, Margaret is very excited about a forthcoming holiday to China with her daughters. Because my doctor says to me, you're not travelling to China, are you? And I said, yes, why not? It's a chance of a lifetime. I never thought I'd go to China. Don't let me stop living because I've got dementia. Next steps. To volunteer with Side by Side, go to alzheimers.org.uk forward slash volunteer or call 0300 222 5706 local rate. Your donation could help more people benefit from Alzheimer's Society support. See alzheimers.org.uk forward slash donate or call 0330-333-0804, local rate. Visit alzheimers.org.uk forward slash dementia-friendly communities for more about dementia-friendly communities. This was a podcast version of the article called How I Am Now in the August-September 2019 issue of Dementia Together, Alzheimer's Society's magazine. Written and recorded by Gareth Bracken, produced by Chris Hosker. For more magazine podcasts and links to other Alzheimer's Society podcasts, see alzheimers.org.uk forward slash podcast. As well as print copies, we also offer an audio version of the full magazine. To receive the print magazine or the CD, call 0330 333 0804, local rate.